Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Ayanj has a splendid question for us today. Why does Venus rotate in a clockwise direction while all the other planets go anti-clockwise? So there is a lot to explore here. Let's start by talking about some of our terms here. Rotate and revolve. These are two words that we will often use when we're talking about planets. And personally, I find these words a little confusing because they're so similar. So let's step back and think about what planets actually are doing, and then we can say what the names for those are. So first of all, planets are spinning, right? This is our first kind of motion. So a planet spins, and the time that it takes to spin once, like Earth, it's about 24 hours, that's a day. You may also hear that called a soul. So that's a solar day. Now, at the same time as spinning, planets are doing something else as well. Planets are also going around the sun, right? So they are orbiting around the sun. And the amount of time it takes to go around once is one year. So for Earth, this is 365 point something days. Right? It doesn't fit exactly into an equal number of days. And that's why we have leap years and things like that. That'd be a fun topic for us to come back to. Okay, so planets are spitting and they are orbiting something. So spinning is rotating. They are rotating around their own axis or they're spinning around their own axis. They are also revolving. So they're revolving or orbiting, going around something else. I like to use the word spin and orbit more than rotate and revolve because they just seem a little bit less confusing to me, right? But that's what we're talking about. So why does Venus, it rotates, it spins the opposite direction as the other planets. Now it's still going around, it's still revolving around the sun or orbiting around in the same direction, but it's rotating the other way. Now, we're gonna get into what our main theory for this is, but let's think about, well, why is it that all the planets, except for our few exceptions, are all going in the same direction? They're orbiting in the same direction and they're spinning in the same direction. Well, we think it comes back to how they were formed. So planets in our solar system, at least, it might be a different story for something that we call sub brown dwarfs or the super Jupiters that are also rogue planets or orphan planets. But most planets, the planets in our solar system would have formed as the byproducts of the star forming. They're kind of the leftovers from when the sun formed. We think the sun formed from a nebula, a cloud of gas and dust in space. 
And that nebula would have started getting clumpy, being pulled and drawn in by gravity. And so gravity would have taken that big cloud of material that's all spread out and squeezed it in to this big ball in the middle, this dense, dense ball that became the sun. But not all the material that was in that cloud made it into the sun. A little bit was left over. And there was a little bit of movement in that material that stayed around. It was conserved. We talk about the conservation of momentum. So that movement has to go somewhere. And what we think happened is that that material started to swirl around the baby sun, all going in the same direction though. I like to imagine the drain in a bathtub or a pool or a sink of water, right? So imagine how it's swirling around all in the same direction. We could think about it kind of like the rings of Saturn all going around. Now that disk of material, we call the protoplanetary disk. Proto is before or baby. So it's the thing that makes the planets that they formed out of that disk. That all the little bits of grains of dust and gas that were bumping around into each other, they eventually formed into the planets. Now they were already going around right? They were already revolving or orbiting around the sun. And so they just kept doing what they were already doing. So something's going to keep doing what it's doing unless it's stopped, right? By something else. And there wasn't anything else to stop them. So they all formed going in that same direction and they continued that motion. Now, the direction of rotation or spinning and the direction of orbiting or revolving they match each other in the solar system. And in our solar system, that is anti-clockwise. If you're looking from the Earth's north, from what we think of as above. So if you imagine a clock, not a digital clock with the numbers that change, but one of those round clocks. Well, you know how the hands go around? Think about the direction that the hands go, that they spin in, right? So that is what we call clockwise. But anti-clockwise is going the other way. And that's the direction that most planets and most things in our solar system go, because that just happened to be the direction that our nebula collapsed into the direction that the protoplanetary disk was going. Now, in other systems, other star systems, some of them are going the other way. Some of them are going clockwise, some of them are going anti-clockwise, some of them are tilted many degrees compared to us, so they seem like they're on their side. Right? There's lots of different situations. It just happens to be that way for us. It's a little bit random. Now, why is it that Venus is going the other way? Why is it rotating the other way? Well, we think that it probably started the same way as all the other planets. In fact, we don't really know how it could have formed if it wasn't doing that. Now, there are several different ideas, but the most common and the most agreed on idea for how Venus actually started going the other way is that 
it never really stopped going the direction that it is. So it never stopped rotating in the direction that it's rotating, but something very big must have hit it early on. So in the early solar system, there were lots of other planets and really big planetesimals all bumping and bouncing around and smashing into each other. And one of those collisions ended up making the moon, right? Proto-Earth and Thea. We think that another really big collision happened with Venus. But instead of making a moon, it knocked Venus upside down. So Venus is still spinning in its original direction, but now it's just upside down. So it looks to us like it's spinning the opposite direction, but it's just upside down. You can actually do this. If you've got a globe that you can play with, grab the globe, start it spinning, and then turn it all the way upside down. And you'll see that it seems like it switches from going anti-clockwise to clockwise or whichever way you were spinning it. Now, this is our best guess at this point. There's a lot we still really don't understand about Venus, but we have some missions going back to Venus in the next few years. So hopefully we will learn a lot more. And one of those missions will have a lander component. So it'll have a probe that goes down through the atmosphere, down to the surface of the planet, which is really, really hot. So things can't survive for very long on the surface, but we should get some more information. Now, I wanted to finish up by talking a little bit about the tilts of planets. So Venus, we think, is tilted all the way upside down. You notice Earth, you take a look at that globe again. We aren't straight up and down. We're actually tilted a little bit to the side. We're actually tilted about 23 and a half degrees. And some planets, they're tilted even more, really, really extreme. Like Uranus is practically rolling on its side. Others are more or less just straight up and down, like Jupiter. Well, the amount of tilt there is what causes seasons for planets that are close to the sun. So the more that you that the part of the Earth you're on is tilted towards the sun, well, the more of summer it's going to be. And the more tilted away, the more winter it's going to be. So it's very interesting for us to look at all of these little differences that we see between planets, how tilted they are, what direction they're spinning, how close they are to their star, how far away, what they're made from. And even though all these planets all formed from the same starting material, their conditions were slightly different, and we end up with really, really different planets with totally different conditions today. All right. So, Ayansh, thank you so much for this great question. It was wonderful to talk about. And thank you, all of us, for joining us here on the podcast, learning about space and science together. And if you have any topics or questions that you'd like us to talk about, please have your folks send it to the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious. <laughs>